million volunteers a month participating in supporting local food banks and partner organizations in their communities. So I'm sure many listeners are volunteers in the Feeding America Network of Food Banks. And it's just a vital community-based movement all across this country. And, and we've just never needed everyone more than we need them now. And they're really showing up. Where are our words with hope? Katie Fitzgerald from Feeding America, and you're on the road with Dane on WGN. I'm the kind of hope that leaves on this behind, but the kind of hope that lives up for humankind. 720 WGN, high atop Chicago in the Skyline studio. Daniel here with you on the line on a day, right? When families come together, you know, we're also staying apart. Food is a way that we celebrate in many ways on Thanksgiving. This year, even more families are also further from food than ever before. And important work is being done here in Chicago and, of course, across the country by Feeding America. Excited to have Executive Vice President and uh, Chief Operating Officer for Feeding America, Katie Fitzgerald. I'm Katie, welcome to WGN. Hi, Jane. Thanks for having me on. It's great great to talk to you and meet you. Well, it's it's great to have you. And uh, happy Thanksgiving, first off. And so a big uh, happy Thanksgiving from Chicago to you, your family, and, of course, all of our listeners as well. And at a time like this, you think it is a time to have that conversation. So many of us are, are thinking about food, having food. And I think it's important to also recognize that this is a time when a lot of people are having, whether it's food insecurity or, or difficulties during the holiday, and so let's talk a little bit about that. So even though we're all thinking about food right now on Thanksgiving, because of the pandemic, this has been a huge challenge for a long time now. Yeah, Dane. So, you know, first of all, happy Thanksgiving to you and to all your listeners. And thank you for, um, you know, holding up this issue on this day when when we all are thinking about uh, food and and uh, and what we're thankful for, and what we're thankful for is the fact that people like you are are raising up this issue. Yet, food insecurity in this country is at an all time high, really higher than we've ever seen it in the history of food banking in this country in our forty year history. Right now, we have over the past eight months seen the level of food insecurity at our food banks uh, consistently at over 60% new people coming to seek charitable food support. And our food bank network is distributing on average 50% more than we were distributing before the pandemic. So unfortunately, it is a surge that has just never relented since the beginning of this pandemic. It's the kind of thing that people don't necessarily think of or know. It isn't something obvious. You mentioned 60% new people that have never needed or reached out for this kind of support before, but 40 years for Feeding America. You guys have been doing that important work for, for a long, long time. But we think of, at least I do here, think of Feeding America as, as, as Chicago, of course, but a national impact. 200 food banks around the country, 67,000 food pantries that are part of that network supported and in, in sort of the, the family for Feeding America, if you could kind of share with the listeners just a little bit about just how big the impact is that you guys have on a yearly basis. Yeah, so as as you just mentioned, we're the largest hunger relief and food waste network in the country, and it is truly a network. Um, We are a ragtag group of nonprofit organizations, faith-based community partners, community-based organizations, 200 member food banks that are connected to those 
60 plus thousand organizations in every community. Those 200 food banks uh, serve every county in the United States, including Puerto Rico. And the national organization where I work is really the, the, the sister and brother to all of those partners. We're helping to find food. We're helping to build technologies that support their ability to help people in need. We raise funding. Of course, we've raised considerable funding for the COVID-19 response and have, have put all of those dollars out into the community. And so we're really a support to the good work that people all over this country are doing. And in any given, you know, even before the pandemic, 2 million volunteers a month would participate in supporting local food banks and um, partner organizations in their communities. So I'm sure many listeners are volunteers in the Feeding America Network of Food Banks, and it's just a vital community-based movement all across this country. And, and we've just never needed everyone more than we need them now, and they're really showing up. Talk a little bit about just kind of the unique impact that coronavirus, the pandemic, it's impacted everybody. It's the one thing that we've all had some impacts, whether it's, you know, directly into the jobs and the vocations in the industry. We cover a lot of the the restaurants and the foods and, you know, chefs and all of those personalities. And that industry has been hit harder than, than ever as well. And so from, from a Feeding America perspective, just as in kind of just the food thought process, how has the pandemic it really hit the food situation hard? Yeah. So absolutely. I mean, so we kind of talk about it and think about it like a triple whammy is how I've come to discuss it. It's on the demand side first. Of course, we talked about that where we see this consistent increase in elevated demand. And right now we estimate, you know, prior to the pandemic, we, our best estimate was about 35 million Americans we're food insecure. We think that number is closer to 50 million now, wow. 17 million of whom are children. It's really interesting just on demand. Consumer Reports did a study recently, and I was really kind of shocked by this even. One in five shoppers that they surveyed at retail groceries across this country had used a food bank or a food pantry since the pandemic started. So we know demand is a big issue. So that's the first thing. On the supply side, as, as you mentioned, especially those in the restaurant industry know this, um, it's been a roller coaster. And early on in the pandemic, because of the sharp increases in consumer demand and the impact on the restaurant industry, the, the whole food supply chain was a, a bit topsy-turvy as we were all trying to figure out how to take that extra surplus from the ag sector, get it into the charitable sector, help shore up food service industry and restaurants who've been hit so terribly hard by this. So we have made some good gains as a country in the food supply chain, but it is still a, a bit more constricted than it was before the pandemic because we, you know, still see high levels of consumer demand. Um, we know retailers have been stocking up for the surge that we're experiencing in the virus now. And so there's been some, and worker safety, of course, has sort of created some challenges there, but we are seeing a better flow of food than we did before the pandemic. And then the third thing I would say has been for us, the impact on our logistics and distribution models, because, you know, we rely, as I said, those 2 million volunteers a month, we rely on people coming together to help each other. And that means coming to together to help pick up food and sort it and pack it and distribute it. And so our whole network um, all across the country has had to find these new low-touch, no-touch food distribution 
models. You People have seen them on television, people dragging their cars through to get food without much human interaction. Home deliveries and innovation that we've seen much more of where we're able to get food directly to people's homes. And so, so it's been those three dimensions of how this pandemic has impacted our ability to make sure everybody has access to healthy, nutritious food. It is it has forced so many people in so many different ways to have to pivot to get the job done and to support people that way as well. Feeding America is, of course, the, the glue that ties all of those food banks and all of those pantries together. I feel, too, it's also the vehicle for whether it's companies or individuals that want to support. You mentioned the 2,000 volunteers, and but just the platform and the voice that you have allows you know, the message to get out, not only just sharing it with the listeners, Today, I want to let the listeners know we're talking with Katie Fitzgerald. She's Executive Vice President and Chief Operating Officer for Feeding America. And one of the really cool ways that you are able to sort of mobilize support, get the word out to everybody is is through those partnerships with um, with corporations, with companies, with great recognizable, iconic brands on the restaurant side, some of our greatest food personalities. Talk a little bit about that. If you want to recognize, I've seen some of the commercials. We've seen it with with the CEO, ways that you're kind of allowing them to mobilize and, and get involved in support. Yeah. So what what's really beautiful about the Feeding America network and the mission is that it just attracts people from and companies and organizations from all walks of life. And it's something that we all can relate to and understand, right? Today, of all days, everyone, hopefully a lot of your listeners are all coming together to the best that we can in this pandemic to share a meal. And we understand how important food is. Food is love. Food is nourishment. Food is what we need to be able to get up and go to work the next day. And so um, we have enjoyed so much support from the retail industry, from manufacturers. In fact, as, as you probably know, our whole business model is built on donated food. And so um, from American farmers, from the, the U.S. government and state governments, uh, who throughout this pandemic at the state level deployed National Guard troops to help support distribution, the USDA that has provided additional funding, and we hope will continue to provide additional funding to support Americans at this time. And then, of course, everyday folks, right? People who are making donations and, you know, helping support their local food banks or Feeding America, because it's just something every one of us can do. We know how important food is, and we can all play a part. So it's been wonderful to see so many companies and people wanting to stand in the gap for their neighbors right now during this really difficult time. Today is Thanksgiving, a day when we're all kind of thinking and talking about food, but it's the start of what is the holiday season and a bunch of different holidays and, and ways that families can come together, celebrate in whatever ways they can with food. Food is is going to be on the, the front burner, so to speak, in a bunch of different ways. And, and so, Katie, talk a little bit about that, whether it's, you know, whether it is great companies, you know, that we've got here in our listening audience or, or celebrities chefs or personalities or just your average everyday person that wants to help? How can people uh, get involved and how can people support what's going on? So, yeah, so there's so many ways to get involved. And from the the smallest act to, you know, however far people want to go. So um, for, you know, the first thing I would say, of course, is if you're in a position to give something and I'll talk about what those things could be, you know, think about that. Think what you can get. So if you're a company or a restaurant or a farmer or a food donor, we have a great app app called Meal Connect, and you can upload your donation to that app, or you can contact feedingamerica.org, and we can help connect you to your local food bank 
or through Feeding America to make those food donations possible. And, of course, if you're an individual and you want to give food, you can contact your local food bank by going to feedingamerica.org, finding that local food bank, and, and making those donations. Financial gifts are really helpful right now, Jane, because what food banks can do with the financial support is buy in volume, right? And so what you and I can get when we go to the store to buy some cans of green beans to donate it for the same amount of money, the food bank can probably get a case of green beans. So if people are in a position to give a financial gift for this COVID-19 response, they can again go to feedingamerica.org and give a gift there. 100% of those dollars go out to food banks and people facing hunger all across this country. And they can also give directly to their local Feeding America food bank. And then the last thing I would say is, you know, to, to just use your voice. And we have the Campaign to End Hunger, which is on our website also, feedingamerica.org. And folks can get involved there. We, we have known always, and it's always been the case, that solving hunger in America, it's really we don't, it's not a food problem that we have in our country. It's a food connection problem. And it requires a lot of private partners and government and the public sector. And so this campaign to end hunger is a way to help advocate for all those partners to continue to work together, um, which we do really well in this country to make sure that our neighbors have the food they need. And uh, so those are some of the ways folks can get, can get involved and also just getting on social media and sharing stories and helping people understand that you know, the 50 million Americans facing food insecurity this year, those are 50 different individual stories. Those are moms and dads and kids and, and grandparents, people who've worked, who through circumstances outside their control have found themselves in this really scary position. And and we each, if we're in a position to do something to help, it, it feels so good to help. So I hope everyone will think about that today and uh, do what they can to be a part of the solution. Katie Fitzgerald and uh, Feeding America helping to connect the dots in so many ways to help support, stop food insecurity and, and get food out there to so many people in need, not only just today on Thanksgiving, but of course throughout the holiday season and all year long. They've been doing it for 40 years and continue to do that. So Katie, thanks so much for what you're doing. We'll let you get back to your Thanksgiving. Thanks for being a part of ours and thanks for jumping on the show today. You bet, you bet, Jane. Happy Thanksgiving, and again, happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there. Stay safe, and uh, I'm grateful for your listeners and for the, your attention to this issue. Thanks so much, Jane.